The following was recorded in front of a live studio audience at the Studio 21 Podcast Cafe. This is the United Podcast Network. Hey, everybody, this is The Ashholes. Each week, they smoke a different cigar, sometimes the same cigar, but mostly different, and they give their honest impression. They always assign an official Ashholes rating to that cigar. So, pull up a chair, light up, relax, be an Ashhole too. It's very rewarding. Broadcasting live from the Jose Dominguez Cigar Studio above Tuga Smoke Shop in Salem, New Hampshire, this is the Ash Holes Podcast. Today we're going to be talking about the path of the Cohiba brand. Yes. Whoa. I got the information. You got it all? <laughs> I got it. And all of us are here again. What are the odds of that? That's it. I don't know. But I, I think uh, Chrissy's uh, been in contact with some COVID, so... <laughs> But I'm here. I'm here right now. I only just found out like a minute ago, so there's nothing we can do <laughs> about right. it. Yeah. You stay there. I'll stay here. Yeah, and we'll we see what happens next week. can't go over these wires or anything, That's right. right? Yeah. And we oh, keep our distance because of the biting anyway. She, so. she touches her dog, and then uh, we touch her dog. Oh, yeah. Uh, yeah, see, I'm clear on that. That's fine. Yeah, <laughs> yeah you haven't touched a thing. No. No, All right. he's fine. Everybody's getting it, so uh, <laughs> except for Ed Sullivan. Not yet. Not yet. Mm. Good for you. Yeah. Well, I was the holdout man. I lasted a long time. I know. Time. I know. I thought you. And then you went to Vegas. I, I thought you and me were going <laughs> to be. It didn't in stay there. Yeah. The That's a good point, actually. What stays? What happens in Vegas obviously doesn't stay in Vegas because no. everyone came back with COVID. That's right. <laughs> well, not Ed. <laughs> no. All right. So anyway, the whole gang's here. Aaron and Chrissy and Ed and I'm Dave. And uh, today we are going to smoke a Cohiba. But not the Cuban Cohiba, huh. the other Cohiba, which is the Dominican version of it. So I have it right here. This is uh, also known as Cohiba Red Dot because in the center of the, the O of Cohiba, they colored it red. They did that a long time but ago. But we don't know why. It's just the red dot. Why because they chose not to make it look like the Cuban version of it on purpose. Because they didn't want it to ste- seem like stealing? It's, sure it, it's stealing if you ask me, but uh, <laughs> nobody asked me. But uh, we'll, we'll get into it and see what you think of it. Uh, so, looking at this cigar, um, the outside wrapper on it is Cameroon. If you look at it, uh, not the prettiest wrapper that's on there. No. It's very thin and fragile because it is. It's Cameroon wrapper that's on there. This is a 5x49 ring gauge cigar. Weird, weird size. Yeah, 5x49. Why not 5x50? You could have said 50 and we wouldn't be able to tell, right? Probably not. The country of origin is Dominican Republic, not Cuba. Dominican Republic. The binder is Indonesian. Indonesian. I don't care for Indonesian tobacco. Yeah. <laughs> You've been very vocal about that. You have. Yeah. You never yeah. liked it. I, I agree. In Indonesia, underneath Cameroon... Very, yeah. very interesting. Mm-hmm. I don't recall another cigar that has that, followed by the filler, which is all Dominican. Mm-hmm. Underneath that, made in the Dominican. The price tag, looking at the cigar, what do you think? Mm, well, <laughs> I mean, looking at it? Based on the big name. Yeah. Well, but then you look at it, six bucks? Yeah, that's usually... twenty-two sixty-nine. Huh. $22.69 is the suggested retail price on this. $479.99 for a box of $25, which takes it down to $19.19 per single. Uh, these are available everywhere in the world, but if you can't find them, they're on twoguyscigars.com. That's the number, twoguyscigars.com at $22.69. 
also at nineteen ninety nine if you buy a full box. Big Thanks. seller for you? Yeah. <laughs> Not a big seller. Yeah. You, you know, talking about this before the show started, we were saying this is a, a brand of cigars that when somebody comes in and asks for a, a Cohiba, we look at them like they really don't know about a lot a lot about cigars right. because yeah. you're buying the label in this case mm -hmm. uh, is how I feel. But then again, we haven't lit it up and, and smoked it. I'm sure I have not had one of these cigars in multiple years mm. anyway. And we carry it on long the show. Time. Yeah, it's multiple yeah. years. I mean, the wrapper appearance, I mean, like... It's, it leaves an impression, you know. Mm. If, like, you were setting somebody up with a, on a blind date, you'd say this has a great personality. Yeah. You know? <laughs> yeah. It's just... It's not a good-looking cigar, yeah. um, but it has the name Cohiba well, on it. So. Let, let's assess the personality on it. <laughs> yeah, the cold draw. Not a lot on the cold draw. A little bit of barnyard. A little bit. Yeah. Hint of mustiness. Yeah. Maybe a yeah. little bit. Yeah, not, not mm -hmm. nothing... Too distinct. All right, slide it up. Uh, do we have any uh, rules? Yeah, well, any rules and also any sponsors for this lighting? Um, yeah. <laughs> cool. All right. Let's do just, that. Everything's off the rails. We're all off the rails. <laughs> yeah, we're, we're all just puzzled by <laughs> the cigar <laughs> Dave has so given us. I don't know if we want to put... Yeah. We're right. burning $100 worth of cigars here That's right now. We well, it's time yeah. to... Light Our Cigars, brought to you by Perdomo, the hottest brand in the land, a company founded on quality, tradition, and excellence. And I, don't, I don't even want to whisper what this is. <laughs> There's also a law. One draw, that's the 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 law. It's brought to you by Abuelo Cigars. You're going to live under my roof? You're going to play by my rules. Abuelo Cigars. The Indonesian comes through strong. If I didn't tell you, I shouldn't, shouldn't have told he, you. He it's a turn-off to you. He just saying it's in the, So here's the turn-off originally is the outside wrapper. You look at you look at the cigar, you look at the wrapper. It's not a pretty-looking wrapper. No. So you say some negative. Then I tell you this Indonesian, which happens to be low-priced tobacco right. as the binder on it it's a turn off to you it, it has yeah. a, a, and i give you the price and now you're turned off because you feel like you're overcharged right now so that's a lot of negative stuff happening right off the bat so let's put all that aside i wonder what you would have said about the cigar if it didn't have a band on it uh i would have thought it was a bundle cigar really yeah, that, that first just draw. by looking at it it's got um I don't know, a tartness to the to the cold draw, to the uh, that first draw, the one draw. I was gonna go peppery, but yeah, that I get where. Yeah, yeah, like it's it's got a, a distinctness to it. So there's so much to this Cohiba brand, and it, it it's almost insulting that this is the cigar. Yeah. <laughs> so it, it's gonna seem like I'm beating it, beating it up, and we, it just beating up that it already happened to it. But what a what a shame. Of um, because the most sought-after cigar brand in the world is Cohiba, mm -hmm. and it doesn't mean this. No, and I think they're taking advantage of the consumer of not even giving them a decent cigar, but giving them something like this for twenty-two dollars. Yeah, and it, it, is there enough that they can continue this 
thing, there'll be a new person that'll, oh, I got to try mm. a Cohiba. I got to try a Cohiba. And they make a living off of just keep ripping them off. Yeah, people that just don't smoke cigars regularly. Because it's not yeah. a $22 cigar. No. You know, look at what things, certain cigars that are $22 as a, a Davidoff, as an Atabay, as an Alfonso, um, Byron. Yeah. Um, you know, you get into the $20 and up, you expect something. Yeah. To end up happening at twenty dollars, you know me. I'm never negative, but at that price point, I'd expect the band to be nicer too. It's got some shiny bits, but it's not particularly attractive to me. No, no, just red. All right, so red. let me let me tell you a little about the Cohiba brand. The Cohiba brand was first. The word came from the Taino Indians mm-hmm. that they sat around in a religious circle, and that's where cigar smoking began. And that circle that they sat in was known as Cohiba. The path of the Cohiba brand is interesting. In 1966, it was made for Fidel Castro. And it was a Lancero. And the reason being that this cigar, no band on it or anything, was made. And why a Lancero? Why does a Lancero exist? Was because it would not poison Fidel Castro. Only one person was making this. Mm-hmm. Everything was checked out, and he wouldn't accidentally grab a different size cigar. He'd grab a Lancero size cigar, only for him later on becoming Trinidad. Same mm-hmm. thing, Lancero, a size that nobody else would have. Mm-hmm. Therefore, nobody would be able to poison him. Guy was freakish that thought people were trying to kill him at so all you times. Don't, you can't like, imagine why. I mean, yeah. <laughs> you don't like Lanceros, but they're not poison. They're not poison. All right. No. That's positive. It's Maybe poison to the business, <laughs> business of, of cigars. Yeah. Uh, later, it was given out as gifts, often to diplomatic <laughs> gifts. The Cohiba brand gradually developed into a cult status of this Cohiba brand that existed. 1982, it was first released commercially on sale to the public, but not in the U.S. due to the embargo against Cuba imposed by John F. Kennedy in 1962. But 1982, it's available in other countries, including Cuba. On comes a man uh, named Oscar Beruvian. Oscar worked for General Cigar under Edgar Cullman, who owned General Cigar at the time. Later, um, Oscar opened a cigar store in Miami, bought an existing cigar store called Mike Cigars. Now, he was the owner of Mike Cigars in Florida. He was a rep for General Cigar beforehand, so he was friends with Edgar Cullman, the owner. And he told Edgar Cullman, the owner of General Cigar, about this brand, Cohiba. This is 1978. Remember, it doesn't come commercial until 1992, 1982. The Cohiba brand was registered in the United States by General Cigar on March 13th, 1978. So you're wondering when Oscar said this to Edgar Kalman about this um, brand that is uh, cult lore in Cuba. It probably was the day before, March <laughs> 12th. So March 13th, 1978, Edgar Kalman in behalf of General Cigar, registered the brand Cohiba in the United States. Using the trademark has not been produced in America uh, uh, and in the, in marketed in the Dominican Republic without a, without a band on it, um, makes this cigar brand unbanded 
in the United States sold in the Dunhill shops exclusively. An unbanded cigar named Cohiba is sold in the United States just for Dunhill in 1997. So it exists as a brand in the world, but 1997 now, General Cigar puts it out there. I remember I'm in the cigar business at the time. There's a Dunhill shop on Newberry Street in mm-hmm. Boston at the time, and I went in and bought these Cohiba cigars to see what they were all about 1997. I knew of the Cohiba Cuban Cohiba at the time. This Cohiba uh, is related to Cuban products in name only, containing no Cuban tobacco, but a red dot in the O later, as General Cigar would call it, the Cohiba red dot. Hmm. So the brand will come out showing this uh, there. And uh, this was the only Cohiba that could be sold legally in the United States. But whose trademark is it really? So I have a book here that I read that was given to me a long time ago, El Labrio D, the Book of Cohiba. And this is the lawyer who was in the lawsuit all the way through this Hmm. Cohiba lawsuit um, wrote this book. Um, And um, Argelio is a lawyer, graduate of the University of Cuba, master's in corporate and business in the University of Barcelona, specialized in industrial property law, chief legal officer at Cuba Tobacco and Habanos, professor of industrial property. Uh, He's the guy. He knows all about this, the best guy they could get in the world because a lawsuit begins now at this point. Cohiba is a worldwide trademark, except for in the United States. Mm-hmm. It exists a property, yet somebody took it, another company, and now is selling it in the United States. Unbanded at first. Lawsuit starts 25 years ago when Cuba Tobacco, uh, owners of the Cuban trademark, sues General Cigar for its use of the name in the United States. I remember this whole thing mm-hmm. started. General Cigar registered the Cohiba name in 1981 and registered the trademark in 1995 in response to Cuba, sought to cancel General Cigar's U.S. trademark. In March 2004, Robert Sweet, a U.S. District Court of New York, cancels General Cigar's trademark of Cohiba, ruling in favor of Cuba Tobacco. Hmm. So in nineteen in two thousand four, Cohiba disappears in the United States. This brand that the cigar was smoking, all of a sudden was gone. Just for one year though, all of a sudden it's gone. It's off the market because in February twenty twenty two thousand five, General Cigar wins the appeal. So now there's some serious money going back and forth. An appeals court. Rules that the embargo prohibits Cuba from companies from acquiring properties in the U.S., which extends to trademark use. So because we have an embargo against them, their trademark means nothing to us in the U.S., therefore we're going to put this brand out. In the meantime, by the way, you know there's a whole bunch of brands there's Partagas, there's Hoy de Monterrey, Monte Cristo, Monte Monte Romeo and Juliet. Yeah, there's so many that goes on, but this is Cuba's. Biggest selling brand of all time, Cohiba. In December 2009, uh, Judge Sweet, the same judge, uh, once again rules in favor of Cuba hmm. and um, wants, uh, says that Cuba is entitled to monetary relief. Hmm. 
General Cigar, of course, appeals. There's no money exchanging hands. This is going back mm-hmm. and forth in appeals court. In 2013, General wins another round before going to the USPTO, U.S. Public Trade um, Trademark and Appeals Board, which um, dismisses the petition for Cuba Tobacco and cancels General's use of the Cohiba name. The legal battle continues. So this is mm. on again, off again, back and forth in there, and this, it still exists. And here is the brand we're smoking today. Actually, they're making Cohiba cigars in other countries also, fake oh, Cuban yeah. cigars. Yeah, a lot of them. <laughs> but this one is not a fake Cuban cigar. No. This is a Dominican version of the Cohiba and by General Cigar. And General Cigar has put out Nicaraguan versions and other versions also. Uh, but this is the Dominican version, the most common, best-selling not the Cuban version, but the best-selling non-Cuban version. Would we even call it a version, though? Because it's no. not like trying to it be like... tastes nothing the like flavor. It. Not it's even just, close. just the name, really. <laughs> you know? Mine went out because I did a lot of talking, but um, it, it's so interesting to me that wouldn't you want to come out with a better product than mm-hmm. this? Sure. And you know the story of Davidoff, that Davidoff was made in Cuba. Mm-hmm. And Davidoff was made in Cuba before Cohiba. Yep. And when Davidoff left, Davidoff was the high, most highest-end Cuban cigars that were made. And they said they were going to make Cohiba. And Davidoff said, we're out. We want to be the most expensive, by the way. That's one of the battles that mm-hmm. was going on. So they took the Davidoff cigar and turned it into the Siglo 6. So Davidoff Cuban is a Cohiba Siglo 6. Same exact cigar as it would go on. So, so much is in this book that explains all the back and forth, but still to this day, the battle continues. um, And this man um, is getting older. So this is going to be handed over to the next... Uh, set of lawyers because it's been going on for that long. But uh, I found it fascinating, uh, everything that goes in here, but in, in so much to it um, over the years of going the back and forth that ended up happening, there was only one year that it was actually pulled off the market. I remember it. I was in the business while it went on. But um, it, it still continues, and it's here today. How did that go? Did you have to pull it from your shelves, or you could sell what you had in... You know, I don't remember. Yeah. I don't remember what happened at that time. They may have pulled it from our shelves. Reimbursed <laughs> you. Yeah, yeah. I, th- I think it may have happened. Um, but um, honestly, never a great cigar. Yeah. Um, you know, I... At the, at the time, General Cigar was big on Macanudo mm-hmm. and Partagas. Partagas was a Cameroon cigar. Yep. And Partagas had a Mexican San Andreas binder over Cameroon. So this isn't the same cigar. But I remember smoking the cigars at that time. And, Cohib- and Partagas, which was a Cuban brand also, was a better cigar and a better seller than mm-hmm. Cohiba. Cohiba is living off a reputation in both Cuba and the, remember, this was Fidel Castro's cigar. But I never thought it was ever a great cigar on either no. side. 
I mean, the, the Cuban one, I found it to be inconsistent. Sometimes you'd get a really good tasting cigar. Other times, like uh, like every other Cuban. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Most Cubans like that. So the first time I went to Cuba, I smoked every single cigar. C- c- brand cigar that there was mm-hmm. that was my whole thing i had a week to end up doing it i just wanted to try every single one of them you, you can find a uh, an old a story that i wrote years ago dave's trip to cuba if you google it uh what i found is they were all the same mm. and the answer is don't buy the most expensive cuban cigar <laughs> buy the least expensive which at the time was hoya de monterey mm. so I got a Cohiba in one hand and a Hoya de Monterey in the other hand and smoked them side by side and figured out that they were the same cigar. <laughs> Although the Cohiba looked nicer. Sure. The outside they, wrapper looked nicer. They take the best wrappers. <laughs> Correct. And call even though it's Cohiba. the same wrapper, yeah. same exact Cuban But there's wrapper. variation, even yeah. if it's the same. Yeah. In this case, they certainly have not picked <laughs> the best Cameroon wrapper. No, no. Um, you know, we have, of Cameroon cigars, you have Partagas that's out there. You have um, the person who uses the most Cameroon today is not Partagas any longer. It is a Toro Fuente. And now we have a cigar coming out from Mirafeld, the Mirafeld family, which one is... One size, right? One size. Hmm. How much do you think that'll be? 80-something dollars. I think it was 86 retail. Crazy. And well, it wasn't a big cigar, right? We will be the judge of that <laughs> yeah. because we have them coming. Okay. <laughs> They'll be here within a month. They're $86. That's crazy high. And now, I'm hoping that crazy. that's going to be a beautiful-looking Cameroon <laughs> wrapper. Mean, yeah. If it isn't, oh. I will say actually something to them. Because yeah. <laughs> first off, it's a very old Cameroon wrapper, but it still has to be a, to, to garnish a $20 price tag. Yeah. It doesn't look... Like it's twenty dollars, and when somebody is having a luxury product, it not only has to taste luxury, it has to be both. It has yeah. to look yeah. luxury. Yeah, right. Because I mean, in the heyday with some of the uh, Fuente, the Hemingway series, yeah. it would be beautiful looking. It'd be a little bit toothy, and yeah, it yeah. would actually have a sheen to sure. it, not yeah, it was a little dry. oil, dried out looking, and and this is right for a new box. Yeah. You know, it's not like something sitting around or anything. I wanted to try it for what it was. Um, just taking them out of the cellophane before the show started, <laughs> looking at them, I was like, oh, my God. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Uh, what, we're running a little late. Let's uh, take a break. We'll come back. We'll continue smoking the Cohiba Red Dot. We'll have our uh, pack of the week, top five, and some delightful news. Only Great Leaf makes great cigars. Aganorsa Leaf stands out because of the distinctive mouth-watering flavors of the Corojo 99 and the Criollo 98 seeds, cultivated by Cuban agronomists on the best lands in Jalapa and Esteli, Nicaragua. When you smoke one of the JFR, JFR Lunatic, Guardian of the Farm, or Casa Fernandez cigars, you will experience the unique taste and aroma that makes Aganorsa Leaf different than any other tobacco in the world. Smoke one today and enjoy the signature flavor of Aganorsa Leaf. Hello, cigar aficionados. This is Klaus Kellner from Davidoff Cigars. I invite you to taste the elements with Davidoff Escurio, Nicaragua, and Yamasa. From water comes originality. Savor the sweet and spicy originality of the Davidoff Escurio tobaccos born by the rains of Bahia, Brazil. From fire comes intensity. 
enjoy the bittersweet aromas and fiery intensity of the Davros Nicaragua. From Earth comes complexity. Taste the earthy flavors and complex spices that are unique to the red soil of the Yamasa region in Dominican Republic. Only Davros Master Blenders could take the power of nature and blend it into a range of exceptional cigars. Each element making each cigar a unique experience. Water, fire, earth. Flavors that have risen from the very world itself. I hope you enjoy them as much as I do. Davros Cigars. Cigar adventures to a wider world. Looking for a mild cigar? Don Rafael is just that. Solidly constructed and it offers up a mellow experience that holds a ton of universal appeal. This is just one of the reasons for Don Rafael's enormous success. Looking to get your friend into smoking cigars? The Don Rafael cigar is absolutely the right choice. The brand originally set out to outdo the competition, but for the price, there is no competition. You can't beat Don Rafael, it outsells them all. Don Rafael can be enjoyed any time of the day, all day, and cigar after cigar. The Don Rafael has a smooth, mellow aroma that will not linger. Draped in a seamless golden brown Connecticut wrapper, Dominican long fillers, and a Dominican binder complete the blend. Expect earthy notes with some hints of cedar throughout. And as far as quality everyday blends go, for a mild cigar smoker, it doesn't get more satisfying than this. Remember this, Don. Don Rafael. Aging Room 4 Nicaragua Maestro. Named Cigar Aficionado's number one cigar of the year with a 96 rating, is a complex Nicaraguan puro carefully blended by Rafael Nodal and made by A.J. Fernandez. As Cigar Aficionado described it, every puff is an overture of flavors that's at times heavy and rich with notes of dark chocolate and wood, and other times subtle and understated with hints of fine caramel and toasted almonds. Treat yourself to an aging Room 4 Nicaragua today. Surgeon General warning, cigar smoking can cause cancers of the mouth and throat even if you do not inhale. Bohemian is the original Brazilian big ring gauge cigar with the unfinished foot, curly tailed head, and value, value, value. There are a Brazilian reasons to buy and smoke Bohemian, and here are just a few. Created in the Cuban tradition, this lush, dark Brazilian Maduro leaf surrounds a five-year-old Sumatra binder with Dominican and Nicaraguan well-aged long filler leaves. So, what do you do expect from a Bohemian? A departure from the conventional. A flavorful journey into sweet, nutty, almost caramel finish. Bohemian, the original, unconventional cigar. Take a journey. We are back live in the Jose Dominguez Cigar Studio above Two Guys Smoke Shop in Salem, New Hampshire. We are smoking the Cohiba Red Dot, actually called the Red Dot, yes. <laughs> the line. Uh, and if you don't follow us on Facebook, check us out on The Assholes on Facebook, on Twitter at The Assholes, on Instagram at Assholes Radio. Send us an email at theassholespodcast at gmail.com. Let us know if you smoke Cohibas on the regular. I'd be a little surprised if you do and you're listening to this show, but right. hey, I mean, let us know. Uh, we're also on YouTube, Odyssey, Rumble, and everywhere else that you can find on Google. <laughs> How are you enjoying that so far? Um, it's a disappointing cigar to me. Uh, it has been for years and years, um, and it continues to sell. Um, it, it's used in a few different ways that somebody may include it in their pack. 
and uh, especially um, General Cigar that has their own direct-to-consumer thing and end up having that, upping the price, the value of it, then discounting it. Mm-hmm. You know, it's a tool used in that way. Um, I've done it, you know, in, in um, Dave's weekly six-pack that I'm going to uh, announce to you. <laughs> um, I have... Uh, Certainly uh, included the cigar for you to see for yourself. Maybe we're way, way, way off base and we're talking negative on a cigar. And we don't like to talk negative, but um, it, it's it's a cigar with a history of deception, right? <laughs> yeah. That's the story of, of what what happens here. And and I gave you a brief brief summary. I could do something on the cigar authority, do a two hour show on um, what has happened with this brand, but. Um, to the novice out there or somebody, if you talk to somebody that doesn't know about cigars and you said, name a cigar brand, one cigar brand, if they're going to name one, it's going to be Cohiba, right? Yep. And I'll tell you, a fair number of people who come into the shop and want the Cohiba think they're going to get a Cuban cigar. That's that, how that also, disconnected yeah. they are yes. from what's really going on. So it's an un- uninformed product, but they could do... What, what I would like to see them do is make it better. Yeah. So they own a brand called La Gloria Cubana. Mm-hmm. And La Gloria Cubana, which was Ernesto Perez Carrillo's cigar brand, mm-hmm. yeah. he did that. And in the 80s and, and through the 90s, he created a better product than the Cuban version of it. Yeah. And guess what? The Cuban version went away. Yeah. <laughs> That's how, how popular yeah. the, the good version of yeah. it. General Cigar makes good some good cigars. This happens not to be one of them, in my personal opinion. And what they sh- and they're getting top dollar for it. What they should do is make it into a good cigar better than the Cuban version of yep. it. Why do they do this? I, I don't understand the-, the the what ends up happening. But I did put uh, seeing we don't have anything in the mailbag today, right? Nothing. I think everyone's on vacation. Vacation. Right? Yeah, that's gonna we'll be go it. with that. <laughs> um, but. Um, the idea was to put a legacy pack together of Cuban cigar brands, and I kind of went 50-50 with this, um, <laughs> of legacy cigar brands and then other ones that pretend to be. Mm-hmm. So it's a little of both. So the Cohiba Robusto is included in here. That's a $22.69 cigar. Also, I'm including the H. Upman Vintage Cameroon. Mm. So here is Altadis' version of the H. Upman, which is a cigar brand that is a Cuban cigar brand and also a Dominican version. This is the H. Upman Vintage Cameroon, so Cameroon wrapper on it also. I want you to look at that when you get this pack. This is a $10 cigar. Way better looking than this twenty-two dollar <laughs> cigar, and in my opinion, way better tasting than this twenty-two dollar yeah. cigar. Way better, and, yeah. and it's less than half the price. Also, Henry Clay Warhawk, the Corona, mm-hmm. seven dollars and seventy-nine cents. It's a good cigar. A really good cigar. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Really good. Yeah. So here's some Cuban cigar brands, and what I'm adding to it now is cigars that almost pay homage to Cuban cigar brands. One of them is 2283, without taking a name. Excellent cigar. 2283 is the latitude and longitude of El Corojo, Cuba. So it's paying homage to that area where they made um, Corojo tobacco, where it was El Corojo, the region. And it uses five different tobaccos, all Corojo, 
from the seed grown in five different places. Six dollars and forty-nine cents. Um, La Mezcal Cubana Rothschild, five dollars and ninety-nine cents. Another one, La Mezcal Cubana, is the Cuban mix. Mm. And the last is the classic Cuban Robusto. <laughs> The taste of it's... a classic Cuban cigar, $3.89. Hmm. So altogether, this should be $56.85. We're going to take that Cohiba from twenty two sixty nine and drop it down to the price it should be, $6-ish, and make it $40.48. Or you can say the last three cigars in this are free. So you're right. buying the top three, the Cohiba, A. Chapman, and Henry Clay, and you'll get three cigars that I'll put and compete against those first three mm. uh, at $3.89 to $6.49 because you are paying for the legacy of the brand name in some mm. sort of way. Mm-hmm. They wouldn't, there would be no way that anybody would sell this cigar at over $22. I mean, every other cigar Without that on that name list on it. beats this out, like flavor-wise. <laughs> and be a judge for yourself. Yeah. So $40.48, <laughs> the last three are free for you to compare um, these legacy brands versus the um, pay homage to brands yeah. of, of the cigar. $40.48, it starts today, August 2nd, runs till next week, August 9th. Go to twoguyscigars.com, find Dave's six-pack mm-hmm. um, on there in the drop-down box somewhere. Dave's six-pack, you'll find it. And uh, do this little test for yourself. Yeah. And um, price is not always relative to what you're going to get. Yeah. That's, what, that's what it comes down also, to. Also, with the 2283, the Warhawk, those cigars, it's like there are some really good cigars in there. So yes. it's, not, it's not like you're no, just throwing money away. No, it's like, no. It's... There's some, some winners. But, there but sure. I had to put this in, which takes the price of the pack up dramatically yeah. because it's a $22 retail price cigar, mm. um, even though I don't think it's, I think it's, over, it's overpriced. Mm-hmm. Nobody's arguing with me, so I'm going to go with that. So uh, that being said, let's get today's top five, brought to you by Five Five Cigars. Aloha! Today's top five is brought to you by Five Five Cigars. Choose from the mild white label, the medium strength red label, or the full bodied and full flavor blue label. Series Five Five has it all. Five Five equals the perfect 10, and that's what you get every time. The only thing better than a Five Five cigar is two of them, so you can share with a friend. And now, here's today's top five list. All right, today's top five. Yeah. America's five most rat-infested <laughs> cities. Five most rat-infested cities. Oh, you dirty rat. And this is put wow. together by Orkin, and they know they kill the rats. They oh, kill they the rats. Know. Yeah. Are there some uh, overpriced housing there, too? Just oh, in the yes. United States <laughs> or any country. Just United just States, United only. States yeah. uh, overpriced, yeah. San Francisco, <laughs> California comes in at really? number five. Wow. Yeah. A drugstore in San Francisco was temporarily ordered to close due to what a health inspector described as a, a severe rat infestation. Severe. Turns out rice is not only the San Francisco treat, but so are the rats. Oh, <laughs> oh wow. Lots yeah. of rats. Lots of rats. 
Uh, number four may not surprise you. It's uh, Washington, D.C. is full of rats, apparently. Yes. Uh-huh. Figurative well, and... Yes. <laughs> right. The nation's capital has a lot of rats. In 2021, Washington, D.C.'s 311 hotline service received more than 11,300 calls about rats. What's 311? Wow. It must be the rat line. They have a rat line, so there is a problem there. Yeah, Yeah, I don't know if 311 might be any kind of uh, public problems. I don't know. Never heard that. No, we don't have that. We don't need that. No, Mm. we don't have big rats here in New Hampshire. Number three, you might think this is number one, but it isn't. New York City. I would have thought number one is right. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) I actually heard during COVID that they were dying off because there wasn't a lot of people in the subways and throwing food around and stuff. Restaurants all they can live off of, right? Yeah. Well, it's estimated that some two million rats call New York City home. Nice. Two million rats. It's part of the charm. Uh, New York City. Yeah. Well, coming in at number two, California gets another entry wow. with Los Angeles, the city of angels. I guess I'm not too shocked and with rats. that one. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah, the city's downtown especially. Uh, Los Angeles County was even the site of a typhus outbreak. Mm. Wow. Yeah. Nice. Nice. All right, coming in at number one, most rat-infested city in America. I would have picked New York, so what could be worse than that? Yeah. Please, don't well, say like Boston. Philadelphia? <laughs> Philly's not even that bad. The winner is Chicago. Chicago. Ah. Yeah. And it also won in the previous year's survey. For about a decade now, a local humane society has attempted... To tame Chicago's rat problem by placing 10 to 15 feral cats in neighborhoods. Oh, God. <laughs> yeah, because that's it, not going to cause It's oh, not boy. working. No. <laughs> yeah, I think that's That's a new food source for Chicago, the rats. Chicago, we were there, me and you. We didn't see any rats. We didn't see them. We went out really nighttime. Yeah. No, we had candy, pizza, hot we dogs, lots of food. beef. The beef on the sloppy beef. Not, not it was a dirty area where we were. <laughs> We went to some dirty restaurants, you're saying? Yes. Yeah. Mm. So it turns out 311 is a non-emergency phone number, so people can call it uh, in their local mm. cities to find like information about services, make complaints. Mm. Yeah. Oh, other, so, so it's like 411, but you're giving yeah. information instead you're of taking, receiving it. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. Just the other, do we have a 311 here now? I'm sure we do. Really? Yeah. Never, never needed mm. it. Dave, dial three one one and tell me. Is, you, it, is you, there still a four one one? Do you call for information? Does anybody use it anymore? I, I mean, like age of you know Google and everything else. Like <laughs> I'd say, you try dialing three one one and tell them you don't like your cigar. <laughs> yeah. I have a problem with this. So I wouldn't say I wouldn't smoke the cigar if it was given to me. Um, I'd be on the fence with that. But if I was blind tested on this, it's never happened to us. Like Cigar Journal, we've never got mm, this or something. No. Yeah. I recommend they wouldn't want to put this in because it's not going to get it's a good review. Well. Um, you know, some of the things we look at is the burn. It's an uneven burn. I had to relight it already two or three times um, there. The uh, ash is a little flaky. Even it, the way yours is burning, it seems to be burning faster in the middle. Yeah. Mm. Um, it is um, not packed well. No. The cap was lousy looking on the, the head of the cigar, looking at how, how the cap was formed. Mm-hmm. It, um, it's, it's a disgrace 
what they're doing to it. The draw is okay. It's a yeah. little on the loose side. <laughs> the draw is okay. I cut it a little shallow on the... Uh, yeah. No, no yeah. need to do this. Unless they're looking at, we're going to lose the brand anyway. It's still in lawsuits. Don't sink any money into it. But if this is your property, and it's your General Cigar's most pride and joy, it should be, if they end up winning this, and, and it becomes their brand, how dare they... This is their pride and joy. It's not because they make a hundred other brands that are, right. are made better than the cigar. Mm. So I tell you, nothing against the company. I'm telling you, um, they do a disservice to this brand and the history behind it and everything that goes along with it. They don't care, I guess, and they're getting the money. And listen, we everybody wants us to carry their cigar brand in here, and we carry this brand. Huh. I'm smoking now, and we should not be carrying this brand. This is kind of a downer. Maybe we need some yeah. delightful Let's news. get some delightful. Yeah. Are you tired of the news claiming the end of the world? Everyone run for cover! Mayday! Are you sick of turning on your radio and hearing things like this? Code Red, duck and cover! You're all in danger! Well, I think it's time for some delightful news. Brought to you by Cuban Delight Cigars. How delightful. All right, here's some delightful news. Best friends have met in a photo booth every five years since they were 10. Now it's their 50th anniversary. Wow. That's what are the odds? Commitment. They just randomly yeah, found randomly. Themselves. They meet each, t- each time. They every live in the same area? Every five years they meet. Well, they, uh, they've done it every five years since they were 10. They're 60 years old now. Uh, Martin Dowell and Keith Lawton went down to Skegness Station where they crammed into the photo booth for the 10th time, grinning for the camera to commemorate. So uh, Keith, a retired probation officer, took the first picture together with his friend. Then by chance they found themselves back in the same shop five years later Hmm. and decided. So the first time it was by chance. Okay. And they took... But then they decided it's their tradition, so every five years. And, and, it's, and it's there to do it. Yeah, yeah it's still there. It yeah, seems still like around. it's still there, yeah. I mean, every five years is pretty practical. Every year it would be like, oh, that's not going to happen, you know. But it's pretty interesting. Well, they show all the different pictures. Yeah, it's getting harder and harder to wriggle ourselves in and perch on the tiny, tiny seats. <laughs> but it was good, and now we've been doing it for 50 years. Wow. That is something, huh? That's crazy. You have any friends? Fifty year old friends? friends. <laughs> Do you have any friends? Uh, close. Yeah, I got a very few. close. I got a few. We get together once. Maybe in a great forty-seven while. years. Yeah, we're getting there. <laughs> it's a long time, isn't it? Yeah, yeah. Well, and that's just delightful. It's delightful. Yeah. Delightful. Chris, you got a fifty. You can't have fifty-year-old friends. You got. 30-year-old yeah. friends? I got 50-year-old friends. Well, I just haven't been friends with them for 50 right. years. Yeah. But yeah. I got friends that are 50. Yeah, yeah. They've been around. I thought we were friends. No. Yeah. Uh, uh, no, I don't. We moved around a lot. I went to like, uh, I don't know, like uh, six different primary. We call it primary school, like grade school. Yeah. yeah. I went to two different high schools. We moved a lot. Yeah, so yeah. I got That's what to, ends up happening, right? Yeah. Were you running from the law? <laughs> Maybe in Maybe. the early days, actually. <laughs> that's, that's definitely possible. We definitely, I would, yeah. All right, we got to review this cigar. Uh, yeah. we, Johnny just came up, and he's getting ready for burgers tomorrow. No, no Thursday. 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 Yeah. We'll, and we'll give the report next week yeah. of 
uh, what happens. Uh, I can already give you it now. Come on. My guy's got this. Johnny Max has got this all day long. <laughs> it's all goodbye, the, but, the only question is whether it will be unanimous. Mm. Yeah, that's Jonathan wait. thinks he's got it. Jonathan's delusional. Let yeah. Me, let me ask you this. Things Jonathan gets very creative with his placement every year on it. When he says he drawed for uh, last place, this year he's not going to say that he came if, with the burger. Came in second? second. Yeah, he's going to be like, he I came, came in second. second. Highest placing come. ever. Yeah. <laughs> it is. If there's only two. Oh, boy. Yeah. All right. I have my, uh, my I've number. I've got my down. number. It, and it's going to seem like I'm being a bad guy here, but. I, I was just trying to be nice, and the best I could come up with was 81. <laughs> oh. All right, so I'm going to go next because you have 81 because I'm trying to be nice, but I'm trying to be honest at the same time. And I went 79. Wow. Because good (laughs) to me is 80, right? Yeah. Yeah. And it is just shy. Not that it's a bad cigar. It's not a bad cigar. But it's not, I can't say it's a good cigar Mm -hmm. because of the price and a lot that goes on to it. So 79 is where I honestly feel. It is. Uh, so, to be fair to the cigar, the first half of the cigar, I, it was going to be sub-80, for sure. Because, I mean, it reminded me of being at, a, like, a fire pit and somebody throwing, like, plastic bags in there. Like, it was <laughs> it was horrible. Second half of the cigar, it's tolerable. Uh, so, I gave it an 80. It was, okay. it was close to being 79, 80, really 81. down there. So, 80 is the exact thing. So, it's a... It's a Good cigar, but, but see, I didn't factor in price. Yeah, if you did if, price if I'm into it, rating that account. as a twenty-two dollar cigar, yeah. it, it might be in the sixties. Yeah, it's you know yeah. comparing it only to for other satisfaction for the price, yeah. it would be no. Thank Johnny's you. saying, "What the hell am I smoking this next hour?" Because he's going to be smoking. It's a twenty-two dollar cigar, so nothing but the best for you, Johnny Cohiba. If you were charged six dollars for the cigar, I'd be a little disappointed in it. <laughs> like, it's, yeah. but the second half, it is much better in the second half. <laughs> All right, so next week, uh, smoking bands, the history behind them of smoking bands. I have a lot of information of when this thing really started, and when you fight the government, you gotta they they move very slowly, but they accomplish what it is. And in this case, it might have took them three hundred years, but they got exactly <laughs> what they wanted uh, to happen. We'll talk about that and uh, smoke a uh, a different cigar. <laughs> yeah, let's go. Let's go something yeah. different. Go something yeah. different. <laughs> yeah, you know. Until then, you've been listening to the Ashholes broadcasting live from the Jose Dominguez Cigar Studio above Two Guys Smoke Shop in Salem, New Hampshire. Pit Life Barbecue is next. (laughs) The views and opinions expressed by the hosts, guests, or callers of this program do not necessarily reflect the opinions of the Studio 21 Podcast Cafe, the United Podcast Network, its partners or affiliates.